Welcome to another edition of Dr. James Beckett Sports Card Insights. Today is the Friday before Labor Day. What's so special about Labor Day besides Rich Klein's Adat Havarim card show and other card shows around the country? That's obviously special. Uh, but it's a holiday. It's a holiday that is supposed to be uh, a relief from labor and work and to take the day off. Um, in my past, I think for many years, I regarded it as a holiday for others. But this year, I'm so much regarding it as a holiday even for me that I will not have an issue on the Monday coming up. So today's Friday. On Monday, there will not be a podcast in celebration of the fact that I finally now am celebrating the holiday that everybody else was celebrating for so many years. These podcasts have been uh, five episodes a week, Monday through Friday. Uh, but going forward, they I will be taking the holidays off. Again, maybe it's symbolic, but uh, I hope you take holidays off too. So no upset on, on, uh, on Labor Day. But I do want to talk about uh, some of the Labor Days that I experienced over the over the years, especially in the in the peak years, uh, Labor Day for me was pretty much always <laughs> working 18 hours a day. From uh, I would say from 1979 to 1995, I took advantage of Labor Day being a day when everything else stopped for me to really jump in and work extra hard. Uh, generally, I was working on the same thing each year. I was taking advantage of that last long weekend before uh, the fall season got very busy and would be coming down the home stretch for one of the very labor-intensive price guide books, uh, essentially the non-baseball titles, football, basketball, hockey, that had fall seasons. They needed to come out, uh, well, baseball, the attempt was to have baseball come out right before the baseball season, the same thing with football, basketball, on, and hockey. The, I'm, I'm really talking about the books, the big thick books, uh, which when I look back, I realize that that really paved the way for the magazines. The magazines had uh, monthly deadlines. In fact, with baseball, basketball, football, hockey in that order, there were, if, if it were, if it was a Monday deadline and Mon- the first Monday of the month would be baseball, the second Monday would be football or basketball and third would be football and fourth would be hockey. And so the team and and I both knew that's what it was. You could plan ahead. In fact, if you're a student of uh, calendars, (laughs) you notice that with 52 weeks in a year and 12 months, there are actually five, well, there's actually four months that have five Mondays in them. And so with deadlines on four Mondays a month when there is a fifth Monday in that month, that would be an opportunity to catch up or take a break or whatever. So the Mondays were key days in the original aspect of Beckett Publications. And Labor Day being a first Monday meant it had a, it did have a baseball deadline, but more importantly on Labor Day, it had a price guide uh, book duties to do. If you were to take uh, the football book or any of these price guide books from that time, and I'm talking about, uh, 1979 up through 95, 96, there was uh, a big change, which was my heart attack. So I, 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 I probably did do 96, 
most of it. In fact, I, I, I did do, I actually would go up through 96. My heart attack was in October of 96. And so I'm sure, well, it's hard to say this, but I'm sure that probably contributed. You work enough 18 hour days, you're, you're missing out on your sleep. For me, it was, uh, I wasn't playing golf in those days. So uh, where I was borrowing from, I, I tried to be a, uh, a really good dad, really good husband. On the other hand, I, I'm sure I was borrowing for personal time. I was definitely borrowing from recreation time, borrowing from sleeping time, and uh, that's not a good long-term recipe. So 79 up through, I guess, 96, I had a very, very long uh, Labor Day weekend that really allowed me to uh, knock out a lot of work. For those of you who've done really big projects, uh, and if you're a certain mindset, you'll know that there's sometimes... When you're working on something really big, you can build up momentum by working straight through without interruption. So I had instructions at the company, don't uh, interrupt me. Uh, of course, at Labor Day, they're out at the lake or, or doing something else. But I would be working, and I could build up a lot of momentum, and I'd get an awful lot done. Uh, as those who were there know, I put on my headphones, listen to music, and just uh, you know jam on the keyboard with the, uh, pulling together the, the research and and, and frankly, doing a lot of the uh, data entry to make sure the price guides came out uh, accurately. If you just took one of these price guides and just took a page out of the book and tried to vocalize the card number, the name of the player, and the prices, and just start at the top of the page and do the multiple columns and go down through, and, and you'll realize after you see how long it takes just to talk through that page, just to say, to sub-vocalize it, and then you multiply by the number of pages uh, in the uh, in the book, you can see that it was a pretty monumental task. And I'm not saying I didn't have a lot of help. I did. I had a lot of input. But a lot of that in those days came through me in the, uh, in the, in the final entry. It was easier for me to do it than to tell somebody to do it and then proof it. I actually did have an outstanding proofer, which was uh, uh, Rich Klein, who just did a wonderful job, but he wasn't really proofing uh, against something. He was proofing against his understanding to know that something would be a typo if it didn't make sense. He wasn't worried about whether something was 12 cents or 10 cents or 25 cents or 30 cents or even $5 or $6. He was, he was uh, fabulous at catching if it was $50 instead of $5, which could have been a typo uh, where the, where the decimal place was, was moved just a little bit. So, Again, we had our system. It worked well for a long time, uh, notwithstanding <laughs> my uh, my uh, heart attack in '96. I'm not complaining. I'm not making excuses. I'm not bragging. Uh, I'm just saying that in uh, when you're when you have a uh, a company and you're the boss and you're the owner and you're the expert, there there are trade offs. And uh, the trade offs I made mainly were penalizing myself. But I'm sure there were other uh, trade-offs uh, that uh, not everyone always understood. But I did what I thought I needed to do at the time. I'm glad I'm not in that season of life again. I didn't think that would be my season of life forever. But like I said, if I had not done those non-baseball uh, price guide books and established a good following for those with timely pricing, it would have been way more difficult to launch uh, football, basketball, and hockey uh, magazines that came out monthly and were and were very successful from '89 uh, and '90 in there. It was uh, it was uh, wonderful. And each of those price guide books, it's not like they were losing money. They were 
we we had this uh, amazing situation with uh, kind of grandfathered in with the Sport Americana, which uh, then and 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 a publishing deal with Random House. So at our peak, we had two or three sizes of each book and different price points and different uh, distributions uh, where we had uh, hobby shops covered very well, as well as uh, bookstores and really with Random House, every place where books were sold. So again, it made a lot of sense business-wise, but it was uh, uh, very taxing. So I'm saying listeners, don't do as I did, but do as I do now and and, uh, take time off uh, on Labor Day. If you're interested in feedback for this episode or any of them, uh, there's a couple of ways you can do that. Uh, First of all, I want to make sure you know how to get the podcast. If you're listening to this, it may have been just passed on to you with a link, but BeckettInsights.podbean.com is a website where you can find them, or you can go to Stitcher or Apple Podcasts or Downcast, Overcast, Google Play, all these different places where they where you can subscribe to podcasts. Obviously, I recommend you subscribe, then you'll have the, the, the new episodes delivered. I fully realize that episodes that I'm doing have different audience and not Every episode is for everybody. You don't have to take them in order. You can skip an episode that doesn't sound uh, as interesting. Uh, There's something for veteran collectors. There's something for brand new collectors and everything in between. So hopefully they're titled and described in a way that you uh, can know that it's uh, truth in packaging, that I'm I'm, uh, talking about what I say I'm going to talk about. I've got some fabulous guests. I've had guests. I'll have more guests. Uh, as far as mail, I've had a question about if somebody wanted to mail something, physical mail, I've got a mail uh, address for that. It's 5600 West Lovers Lane, Suite 116-301, and that's Dallas, Texas, 75209. And then email, which I have gotten some nice emails. And again, I love substantive emails. I don't like it if you say I don't like it or I do like it. I like specifics. So if you say I'd like to see more of this or less of this, that's very helpful. But that email address is drjamesbeckett at gmail.com. That's D-O-C-T-O-R, jamesbeckett at gmail. So those are ways to get in touch with me and to stay uh, connected to what the podcast is doing. Uh I want to thank my sponsors and, and give you a little recap on that. Uh, Beckett Media, uh, again, I try to give them shout-outs. They're, they're, uh, obviously, I have a soft spot for a company that I used to own, but uh, they've got their own uh, things going, a lot of great things going with uh, Beckett Media, with the online price guide, which I mention a lot, and uh, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, uh, all, all the Beckett Media entities. Uh, ComC, I mentioned I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a fan because I'm a, I'm a user. Uh, Burbank Sports Cards and Mike Stadium Sports Cards. I've had some episodes uh, speaking directly to them. A couple of sharp guys with great but different concepts for for uh, for uh, out being excellent in 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 their stores. Uh, Heritage and Huggins and Scott. I've done some auction catalog reviews, but I will be having interviews with uh, those principals and and perhaps some on their team uh, going forward, uh, perhaps later in September, as well as Panini. Tops and Upper Deck. Panini is easy because they're here, uh, but I'm trying to keep them kind of in some kind of sync, uh, and I think I'm going to have to be connecting with Tops and Upper Deck mostly over the phone, and I do plan to do that in in uh, September so I can uh, let you know what those uh, uh, great companies are doing. So that's what we have to look forward to. Uh, you don't have Monday, Labor Day, an episode to look forward to. So take a break. Uh, you can still enjoy the hobby. 
Uh, you can still go to the to Rich's show or a show in your area. It's a it's a wonderful weekend to celebrate uh, uh, the hard work that uh, that you do otherwise, and uh, to take a break on the day is something that uh, that I'm doing now. Again, not bragging, not complaining, not making excuses. I wouldn't do it different, but I'm glad that I have a pace of life now, and I'm, I'm very blessed to have a pace of life where I can uh, uh, smell the roses. And the uh, the uh, previous efforts of hard work of uh, you know uh, in for I hope they pay off for you as they did for me. So again, thanks for listening, and I will see you not uh, on Monday but on Tuesday with another episode. Thanks again.